Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Cozy Christmas Podcast. My name is Art, and you all will not believe who I have on the podcast today. That's right, after rather lengthy absence, uh, my daughter Grace is going to be back with me today. And we are going to talk about uh, what she's been up to since uh, this past Christmas. She shares a few opinions that she has about life, the universe, and everything. And of course, we're going to talk about Christmas. And then uh, after that, I've got a wonderful letter I want to read that was sent in by a listener. She responded to my uh, to the last episode where I talked about Miss Mrs. Claus. She has a, just a beautiful Christmas letter that she shared with me, and I'll be reading uh, to you today. So that's going to be our episode today. And so before we get to that, I don't really have any news to share other than uh, as we get closer to October, I will be starting to uh, put out more episodes as we get closer to Christmas. Uh, I've got some stories planned. I've got some guests I'm lining up and you won't want to miss what's coming. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump over to Grace and see what she's up to. Gracie is back. I'm back. Well, it's been a few weeks since you've been on last. It's been like a year. And it's been a year. Okay. It's been since like last summer and it is now August of 2023. Are you sure you weren't on at Christmas time? I don't remember being on at Christmas time, but oh. I mean, I might have been. I think okay. we made episodes, but you never actually released them. No, we, we did. Because I, I did. made stuff for your book podcast, but you never released that. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't. I did too. No, you did not. You literally told me you didn't. No, but I, I did. I, I got something from you on my All right, whatever. book podcast. All right. Well, today it is a sweltering hot September day. But it is September, so it's officially fall. And But nobody has told the weather that. So we're experiencing record high temperatures this week. It is currently 87 like degrees, but it yeah. feels like... 89. Okay, what that's is... not too bad. But last week it felt like 115. So, fellow Arizonians, we feel you. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, at least ours was a moist heat. <laughs> that kind of honestly didn't help at all. It made it hotter. So, yeah, it, humidity just makes it worse. It was like it's like when you open the dryer when the clothes aren't dry yet and it's hot and wet. Wet <laughs> air just blowing right in your face is terrible. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Anyway, uh, in spite of the heat, I've got some pumpkin spice coffee in my mug. Yeah, I don't know how he's drinking hot coffee. I have a nice glass of ice water that I already finished. I just got back from school. Like, in case anybody cared, but... You know. Nobody does. Yeah, I doubt it. In case anyone was curious, I'm now in ninth grade. So, good old high school. Old high school. (laughs) What? How Um, is high school different from middle school? Well, there are many senses that they're different. There are some definite similarities, but there's also plenty of differences. And as far as, like, there's maybe one thing I miss about middle school, and the rest I will not miss at all. I do like how we are spread out into way more space. In mm. high school, my classes are kind of all over the building, whereas middle school, we were constricted to one little tiny wing, 
So all the lockers were in like one hallway and everyone was crowded and shoving each other out of the way to get into their locker and get their things. And of course with middle school is all the middle school drama. And not like that doesn't happen in high school, but you know, mm. it's kind of different. And a lot of the teachers I struggled with in junior high. And honestly, I know it's only been like a week or two. Well, it's been like a week and a half of school, but my teachers have all been really great, to be honest, which is such a breath of fresh air. And the school itself is difficult, I would say, but like it's school, you know, it's not going to be like all fun and games and stuff. And I do like all the new experiences that come with high school. I'm more of the... Like boys and... Well, And holding no. and kissing. That's not really... <laughs> that's not my focus at the moment. I... Well, that's good. <laughs> I mean, there are boys I like, but we don't want to talk about that. They don't okay. even go to my school, so, you know, mm, that's yeah. that's a different thing. That's, that's best. Um, I am more into, like, the arts and the music side of things rather than sports. I try to be active... At least once a month, but you know, <laughs> but you know, it's just like I do want to keep my body in good physical shape. I'm just like not into athletics like some people are, but I sometimes enjoy watching them or hanging out at football games or something. I'm mm-hmm. usually at most home games anyway because I'm in the marching band. So, mm-hmm. and I got fitted for my uniform today so that was great fun by great fun i mean it was absolutely awful i probably tried on 87 different pairs of pants because you know clothes are different everybody's different so it's hard to find things that will fit you perfectly when it was made for someone else you know because mm-hmm. we're if we could and unless we needed it like custom made we used old ones because it's like saves money and stuff for the school so yeah, it's been really good. Uh, it's probably going to get harder, but um, play auditions are coming up for the play. It's called Cooking Can Be Murder. There's lots of roles. Everyone will get a chance to like say a few lines at least. I feel like it's going to be pretty fun. So Excellent. Is it a Christmas one like last year? No, unfortunately, because <laughs> last year we did Elf. I was actually in that because they allowed some junior hires to come in. I think that might have been actually the last time I was on the episode mm-hmm. was we talked about that. I remember. Now that, that. I think yeah. about now that I think about it, but that was fun and I do like doing things for the school because like the arts and the band and stuff and choir and that kind of thing at my school are kind of a rare commodity. A lot more people at my school are into athletics, so it's nice to just kind of represent that side of things mm-hmm. because I mean, it's fun and it's good for your brain and yeah, so do you think um, you think the arts are important then? Yeah, I think it's a good experience though, just because, I mean, it's always good to try something new, and I feel like a lot of kids push away that kind of thing just because they think they'll hate it, which can be for anything in life, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you could also be, like, really into the arts and maybe avoid sports, but, like, I gave a sport a try. And I didn't absolutely hate it, you know. I just like this better. But, you know, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. You just got to find what, find what you like, find uh-huh. what you're good at. Yeah. And Or you know, you're not good at and you just do it anyway, you know. <laughs> mm. One of my favorite writers said, do what you love and love what you do. Yeah. It's just like. I feel like people these days see things. I'm I'm now just sharing a lot of my opinions. So if you disagree, I'm sorry, but I'll edit um, it out if they disagree. Okay. 
I just feel like a lot of people nowadays are so much more focused on being better than one another when it comes to anything like arts, music, sports, school, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. I just feel like everyone's trying to one-up each other, and it's just, I don't feel like that's right. Okay, my choir teacher said something I really liked. They were, he was like, we sing not to impress, but to inspire. Like, Mm. he wants us to focus less on impressing people and each other and like trying to one up each other, but more being an inspiration to other kids and adults around the world. And that's just kind of my thoughts on that. I just really agree with that just because. That's cool. I feel like so many people are just so rude to each other in that sense and they just need to figure it out you know because it's just not always about glory and being the best it's just enjoy it you know and make friends and do fun things and get improve and help each other and not bring others down you know but anyway sorry i'll stop i'll stop ranting (laughs) i've had some people wondering how things are for you so this will be a good, good catch up but we do have to keep things moving along. Right. I'm so, sorry. I'll be done. I, so I don't kind have... of have a problem with talking yeah. because this is like the one ways I can kind of spit out my guts to you, you a recorder. A, but you should have a podcast then. I should have a podcast. <laughs> I feel like I'm old enough now. Gracie's podcast. Would you guys want that? I can do hey, that. Birds, be quiet. Yeah, they're being noisy. I'm sorry. <laughs> but we have some Christmas questions mm-hmm. to answer. Mm-hmm. So are you going to be asking me them or am uh, I going to ask you them? I will or? ask you and then I will chime in if I feel like it. Okay. Oh, hi, puppy. Oh, you're dying. Because, okay. um... Sorry, my dog is right by my face, so... So well, some, of face, these, some of these questions I might ask upcoming guests so we can try them out on you. Okay, okay. I'm a guest. I mean, I'm not That's a guest, right. but, like, it's been a long time, so I might as yeah. well be a guest. No, no, that... It's hurtful. Okay. Oh. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Now, I know I've asked you a lot of questions before, so I'll try not to pick ones we've asked before. Honestly, I probably won't even remember them. I have not the best long-term That's memory. That's okay. So. I'm sure everyone has my podcast on a constant loop. And oh, have totally. All my episodes memorized. They can probably quote infamous lines from your mm. podcast, quote them word for word. I have a podcast that I adore that I've listened to so many times and I've been listening to the sequel, but they're like, the producers are taking a break, but I literally, while I'm waiting, I've just been re-listening over and over again. I can literally quote straight up lines like from a lot of the episodes. That's how much I listen to it. Speaking of infamous lines from the show, who who could forget Connor the Reindeer? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Donner. Is it Donner? It's Donner, yes. Yeah, like Connor. Not- not Connor. Okay. Oh my word. Okay, sorry. All right. Um, what's the best or worst Christmas present you've ever received? Oh no. Uh-huh. And now I'm here in front of you, so you can't say any of the worst ones. Yeah. Me. Obviously, I nowadays I am very grateful for anybody who even thinks about me on the holidays, whether I adore the gift or not. I just love how they thought about me. And they bought a gift that would, like, they bought it when they were thinking of me. I just think that's so sweet mm. of people because they did not have to do that, you know? And a lot of the time, it's just personal preference. I've never really received, like, a terrible gift. I have received gifts that maybe I didn't, like, love, but they weren't, like, 
a bad gift. Like I've gotten things that I just wasn't personally into like puzzles. Like I got a bunch of puzzles once and I was just like not into puzzles. But like that doesn't mean it, it's a bad gift. Like a puzzle is a mm-hmm. great gift. It was just more like personal preference, you know. Best gift? Dang. This wasn't my Christmas. This was my birthday. That counts. Birthdays are your own personal Christmas. That's that's what I've decided. I was really appreciative when, I know this is probably very common with teenagers, but I was very appreciative when I got a phone because Mm. I was told that I wouldn't be getting a phone for several years and I felt very awkward at school. I was one of the few kids without a phone. In fact, kids would pick on me for it. And I'm like, that's not my fault, you know? Like, but yeah, that was probably one of the best gifts. Um, surprise vacations are always great gifts because we got that gift in when it was like 2020, you know, lockdown. So going anywhere was honestly such a blessing because we'd all been stuck inside, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. or and the only place like I can remember going in 2020 was either the grocery store or school. And none of those are a vacation. Those are just kind of boring, you know, and sorry, our birds are being loud. (laughs) Oh, hi, pumpkin. What are you doing? Okay, Um, sorry. Next question. (laughs) Oh, here. uh, This one could be fun. Name something about Christmas that most people like, but you hate. I just love Christmas. I love almost everything about it. Well, when I think I, for me, it's usually just things like movies. There's movies. Yeah, that's like. what I was thinking. Oh, okay. That like yeah. certain movies that are like super popular that people love. And there's movies I'm like, no, gross, you know. Mm-hmm. And like I'm just like not a fan of. But what's or, do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Is it still The Grinch? I or? it's just classic, man. I love a lot of Christmas movies so it's hard to like pick a favorite you know but hmm. um, I also love the Home Alone movies hmm. I just think they're like they're kind of for those people who I feel like who maybe don't like adore Christmas but they still want a good Christmas movie and a good laugh because the story isn't completely focused around the fact that it's Christmas and more just this kid's story of how he's left by himself mm-hmm. at home and mm-hmm was against these bad guys you know all that good stuff and i just think it's humorous and it's a good movie if you could only have one type of christmas candy this year or snack or treat or cookie or whatever what would it be you only get one just like one singular one or just one type of one treat type okay one type you can eat as much of it as you want but you only get that one probably something with chocolate Mm mm-hmm Because there are so many desserts you can make with chocolate. Like, you can make... But they all kind of have, like, dissimilar tastes. Like, they can taste completely different. But, like, I feel like so many Christmas foods and treats are kind of chocolatey. Like, that we make in our house anyway. Like, Mm. you know, hot cocoa, um, Mm. chocolate kisses, like, chocolate crinkles. Those are delicious cookies. They're basically a good chocolate cookie. And they have, like, powdered sugar on top so good i just love chocolate i'm a chocolate girl so are, are those the ones that look like little um doggy poos no those are the <laughs> the coffee ones i think oh okay these ones are like normal cookies okay oh yeah yeah okay <laughs> they're my favorite behind snowballs probably snowballs um, are the best but i would probably anyway. say gingerbread cookies still yeah because then you could either eat them plain or put frosting on them have them with your coffee or tea whatever sorry my dog was in my way <laughs> uh let's see um controversial uh, um i don't like gingerbread very much 
Oh. <laughs> I, I just don't, I don't like it very much. <laughs> it has to have frosting or I don't really like it. But hmm. anyway. Who is the toughest person you have to buy for this Christmas? Sam. Sam. <laughs> my, Sam. That's my middle son. Um, he is very reserved kind of, kind mm. of person, very, and he just isn't the guy who's like, I want this and this and this and this. Mm -hmm. He is the guy who wants a bunch of expensive things, like <laughs> a couple, like a new computer. I'm like, I cannot buy you a computer for Christmas, you know, like, and he just, when you ask him like, what do you want for your birthday? What do you want for Christmas? I don't know. Like, <laughs> this is your opportunity to get whatever you want. And you're like, because mm. when it's me, I'm like, oh, I want this and this and this and this. But like, <laughs> it's because he is so thankful and content with everything he has. Probably. That, and, and like he gets that from me, of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I hear. How about I rank rank the shopping? Like okay, who's rank, hardest to easiest yeah, to shop the, the for? The people in our family, who's the hardest to easiest? So the hardest is Sam. Probably next I would choose Ryan. Just because it's hard for me to know what they're, like, really into. Like, I'm not mm. super involved in their life. Especially Ryan, because he's not even in the house anymore. Like, yeah, he's moved that's, out. That's our oldest. That's our, yeah, my oldest brother. He's, like, 20. Ugh, but, um. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would say you mm. and mom. Like, you and mom are pretty easy to shop for. Like, oh. I know what you guys like, and I can usually get you something okay. I'm not very good at shopping, but, you know, it's okay. Well, you know, if it's got... Sand Books, Santa... It's books about Santa. <laughs> or just just the two separately. Like, he yeah. loves books, and so does my mom. And my mom, like, I just... Knowing, like, things they're into helps me buy, but, like, mm. for them. But I don't even know what Sam really likes. I know he likes turtles, and that's about it. <laughs> yep. Okay. And, yeah. and, like, computers and stuff. But I can't buy him computers, you know? Like, I'm, I'm not that rich. If you could travel anywhere for Christmas, where would you go? I don't know. It depends on how I'm feeling because if it had been a miserably cold winter, I might opt to go for somewhere a bit warmer. However, because be, however, because it is Christmas, I love the cold, cozy, snowy feeling on Christmas. Mm -hmm. So if we're talking like dream place to go, just somewhere pretty with mountains and snow and cozy vibes and just fun things to do for the holidays but if we're talking like warmer maybe just somewhere with a beach i like beaches but not maybe for christmas that's maybe like later after christmas when you're in the christmas blues that would be a fun time to go somewhere warm for a while because like after christmas i get so sick of winter like mm -hmm. i want it to be winter for christmas and i'm like okay we can be spring now in january like i don't want winter anymore i want i want spring but um or I would go somewhere with family because I haven't seen my distant, like, distant family in a long time. So that would be fun to do, like, your family mm -hmm. reunion. But I also just like being home for the holidays, you know? Mm -hmm. And... Oh, there's no, no place like home for the holidays. Okay, okay I thought sorry. I can sing or have to pay for it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, copyright. Oh, no. We're going to get banned. Okay, uh. anyway. <laughs> But yeah, that's my answer. I just like being at home. Like Would you rather build a snowman, go sledding, have a snowball fight, or stay inside drinking hot cocoa? Um, sledding. I love sledding. It's so much fun. I like sled races. I like 
sledding down super steep hills. I like sledding over bumps and going flying into the snow. I just like feel like it's hard for me to get hurt when there's a bunch of snow everywhere. Unless it's like that rock hard snow, that hurts. But if it's the soft powdery snow that's like really good for sledding, you just go zoom in. And then if you fly off, you land in like a pillow because it's just... But if it's like that icy snow... I feel like almost that's better because it's more slippery, but like for landing, it's not as comfortable, but yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I love staying in eating hot cocoa. Eating hot cocoa. Or drinking hot cocoa. (laughs) It's been a long day. I had um, a show choir meeting at 7.15 this morning at school, Mm. and that was very unnecessary. It took like 15 minutes, so I was there for an hour with like nothing to do, so I just got fitted for my band uniform. Like I already yacked it out like 20 minutes ago, but... I am not a big fan of snowball fights. I just, Mm. they hurt. And then once the snowball explodes, you just spew snow all over you. It's freezing cold. It goes down your shirt, down your back. And building a snowman, it's fun, but I just would rather do the other things more. But yeah, that's that's all. We haven't had good snowman snow here in a long, long time. Yeah, Our seasons are so just irregular and messed up. But I I would, um, well, when I was younger, I would have said sledding. But now that now I'm you're old, old and an your old back 45, is whacked, I, I turned 45 this year, so now I'm old. Sorry. I'd rather just stay inside and drink cocoa and read a book, or watch a Christmas movie, or watch a Christmas movie. What Christmas movies do we need to see this year? All of the classics, like Grinch, um, Elf. Now, um, when you say Grinch, which version are you talking about? Both. There's three. There's three. Oh yeah, like the very the, the, old one. The old one. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the super old one. I don't know. I mean, it's all right. Hot take alert. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't come at me. No, I mean, I'm I'm just. uh, I I don't know. I I wasn't around when that came out. Back in my day, we (laughs) only had the Grinch to watch. I mean, I think it's great for the people. And shut up. (laughs) It's my turn. Okay. (laughs) I think it's great for the people who were born in that era because it's like really memorable and um, nostalgic. Stop. It's very memorable and nostalgic. Um, but I just, I don't know. I've watched it and I like it, but I like the other two more. Mm-hmm. I like the Jim Carrey one for a good laugh. And mm-hmm. he's just kind of just humorous. He's, he's crazy, and, and sarcastic. And, and, and yeah. right. And very quotable. Not me, I got my Grinch voice. No, okay, that was sucked, but you know. Yeah. That's and, it, I'm not going. <laughs> The new one, I like the fact that he is, he already seems much more just calm and kind of sweet and kind of like, where in the Jim Carrey one, he kind of knows how much he hates people and like how much he hates Christmas. But I feel like in the new one, he he wants to hate it, but deep down, he knows he doesn't. And deep down, he knows he doesn't. Like, right from the start, I got that vibe. Like, he was almost forcing it away, but he almost wanted to take some of it in, too. Yeah. Like, and he was just, like, the way he treated all the kids, like, um, Cindy Lou Who traps him, and he's just so nice and sweet to her. Whereas in the Jim Carrey, he was, she, he was just, you know, he's yeah, kind of he mean. But a little more a little more mean in the first one. But, Yeah. I just, I like them both for very different reasons, and I know a lot of people aren't a huge fan of the newer one, but I like it, so. So what's one thing that you are going to try to be grateful for this holiday season? Um, just whatever I end up getting for Christmas, um, being with family, what? 
it's just like sometimes you get things you don't get things you really wanted and it can be I'm just gonna say it for anyone who's like attacks me but it can be hard for a, any kid when they really wanted something and they don't get it even teenagers it can be hard for them too um but I mean it's still like I still got gifts at least and there's kids who don't get anything for Christmas or they don't even have a family to spend Christmas with or <laughs> and just you, shut up <laughs> this is a very Sorry. emotional moment <laughs> but like I just sometimes we get caught up in ourselves and what we wanted when and we don't think about how lucky we have it you know mm-hmm. um like there's kids who are alone and they don't get any toys or anything fun they're just alone the holiday or elderly the elderly you know like mm-hmm. that's a big thing that isn't talked about much anymore like a lot of the elderly spend holidays all alone with nobody thinking of them mm-hmm. um and just someone thinking of them makes their day i've saw i saw a, a video of a man who this was Valentine's Day related, I'm sorry. But for Valentine's Day, he just brought flowers to the senior home. Like, he just brought them a bouquet of flowers and told them happy Valentine's Day. And there were, like, tears. Like, that's Aww. how happy that that can make somebody because just someone thought of them. And it breaks my heart that anyone would have to spend Christmas alone, you know? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, so, that was really depressing. No, it's sweet. It's sweet. Uh, so... Well, I guess we ha- we should, if somebody has um, people like that, they know, what can we do to help them have a maybe more cheerful Christmas or well, holiday? If you know them personally and you know they're alone, go just go spend time with them. Just go and have lunch with them. Invite them over to your Christmas dinner. Like, just or just go and visit, you know, just be friendly and let them know you're thinking of them. Because just that can make some, like I said earlier, just that can make somebody feel better about everything, you know, um, and being less alone or like invite them over for your Christmas party or something just so they feel welcome and included. Or if you have like a senior home and you know people are going to be alone, just go and I don't know, just do something, bring them cookies, bring mm-hmm. them, bring them Christmas cheer, sing them some carols. <laughs> Bring them the present of your presence. That's right. <laughs> what is it that makes Christmas special? Um, well, obviously, if I would, if we're looking at the religious factor, that's a whole other thing. If we're looking at besides religious aspects, I just think it's. I just there's so many things. It's hard for me to pick like the most meaningful thing about Christmas and what makes it so special because it's just so much that makes it special because like family obviously is one of the things I think of is just like the traditions that we do as a family um I wouldn't have it any other way you know like Mm -hmm. sometimes I'm like sometimes you think to yourself like man why can't my family be more blah 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 just for examples I don't do this myself because I adore being in my family you know but you have to remember all the traditions you do as family and that's what makes it so special for me is the traditions that we do as a family because I know like no one else has some of the traditions we do. I just love that special time together as a family because 
I mean, we do spend a decent amount of time together, obviously, but just doing those fun things with everyone together and Christmas morning, eating the breakfast, opening the presents, like everything to me about Christmas is special and fun and you don't really get that experience very much because it's a once a year thing, you know, but, um, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, viewers, <coughs> <laughs> But yeah, traditions are definitely one of the best things for me and just being together as a family, all the fun Christmas movies, um, food, cookies, everything. It's just everything's so great about Christmas, but traditions are the things that stick out to me mm -hmm. the most. Mm -hmm. Well, good answers. Um, I'll give everybody a minute to wipe away the tears. Um, it's and almost spooky season too. I am like, planning to have you back on more frequently now good good um, you better i'm wanting to do you, some more uh taste testing of some treats and that things. will be fun fall treats maybe i <laughs> got a new uh cozy mystery that has a bunch of pumpkin themed desserts recipes in the back so i thought mm. we'd try some of those before we go i've got a very important question to ask okay what is the wettest kind of animal in Santa's workshop? A snowman. No. <laughs> no, a reindeer. <laughs> a snowman <laughs> is pretty wet, though. <laughs> I'm just saying. It, that's it for us today. We had a chance to catch up with Gracie. Oh, and I, I'll have uh, episodes of some stories coming out. Um, coming up, I've got some guests planned. Lots of fun things. So, till next time. And may all your bells jingle. And, and may all your balls twinkle. <laughs> Anyone want a teenager? <laughs> all right. Bye, everyone. One of our listeners named Shelly wrote in, and she said this, that this is something I wrote recently as I began to let my Mrs. Christmas out. I didn't plan it or think about it too much, and along the way, it turned into a letter to my children. And she calls it Christmas Keeper. Shelley and I would invite you to make yourself comfortable, grab a cup of your favorite fall beverage or Christmas drink, settle in by that Christmas fire, and I'll read to you Christmas Keeper. I am the family's Christmas keeper. This role was not elected by them, but by my heart. I insist the family let me lock in important dates early, such as family Christmas tree decorating day, Christmas tart making day, cookie decorating day, Christmas Eve formal dinner, and of course, the Christmas Day celebrations. Even though I've always lived in the Southern Hemisphere and have never had a white Christmas, I decorate with flocked pine trees and set up hot cocoa stations and bake traditional Christmas fare. I decide every year that the adult children will no longer receive Santa sacks stuffed with goodies, but the emerging Christmas joy melts away this resolve as they start to gather and hoard table presents to delight in and knickknacks that suit grown-up babies for their stockings. Why do I get so much delight in this preparation and fairy lights and trees and greenery all over my house? I have very little attachment to the religion it's associated with, although my little nativity scene I was given by my great-grandmother when I was four still takes pride of place every year. 
It stirs such deep emotions in me, a fleeting connection with a woman I hardly knew and barely remember. A woman who by all accounts caused my grandmother so much pain, trauma, and suffering. But my enduring memory of her is feeling so deeply special and seen when I received that nativity scene. It's probably cheap, but it's sacred to me. Oh, how I cried when my son broke dear Mother Mary. There is a moment in most people's lives when the bubble bursts and the reality of life is revealed. Sometimes it's a sharp moment, and sometimes it's the natural and slow process of time robbing us of our childhood carefree dreams. There is a time when I saw the world as a safe and magical place, where my daddy was my superhero and my pet rocks really loved me, and my beautiful dog Goldie truly understood everything I said to her. A time when fairies played in the flowers and the stars shone just so my father and I could gaze at them together. When I believed in true love, and when I believed that the good guys always saved the day. I didn't know that it wasn't always safe to sit on Santa's knee. I didn't know that the sweet-smelling hustle and bustle in the kitchen was fueled by anxiety and whiskey and harsh words hissed under the breath. I didn't know that my Christmases with my loved ones were numbered, and that the old taddy tree we joyfully decorated every year wasn't, in fact, magically beautiful. It was all mom and dad could afford. I didn't see all that. I saw magical twinkle lights and the twinkle in my father's eye as he encouraged our joy. I tasted the familiar minced tarts and was excited to see if Santa had actually drunk the whiskey I left out for him the night before. The magic and the anticipation was a representation of my hope for the dream of life I still believed in. And in both the sharp kind of way and the slower realization kind of way, the reality of life came upon me, like the Holy Spirit came upon Mary to impart the growing child of God. Reality came to me against my will, and it grew inside me. Trauma, alcoholism, death, and the absence of God drained the magic and joy from my life. But then, there is Christmas. I guess it could be a bitter reminder, like lemon juice on a wound, of the disappointment of reality. But it settled differently in me. For all the melancholy that my mind naturally drifts towards, Christmas seems to give my heart the permission to remember the childish joy and hope of magic, love, and dreams that once came naturally to me. It calls my heart to my ancestral roots of Yule, of the need to decorate the house with greens and berries, to remember that the sun will return, even though it is the middle of summer here in this stifling heat. I still feel the ancestors calling me to the stillness of winter. Yes, the twinkle lights speak to my dehydrated inner child. The house becomes my playground, and the decorations are my toys. The tree day that I make you all attend is my connection to the cheeky joy I saw in my father's eyes when he would put Willie Nelson's pretty paper on the turntable and excitedly tell us he was going to the shed to get the decoration box. Mom would moan, but I would squeal. My brother would tell me to be quiet, but my heart overflowed with excitement and magic. 
the table presents I wrap for each of you in the formal Christmas Eve dinner, which is invariably not on Christmas Eve, makes me feel like I'm carrying my grandmother into the future of your lives. I hope you will continue her legacy when it's your turn and teach your children and grandchildren about the amazing Grandma Dixie who came from poverty but insisted on well-dressed windows, polished silver, and matching shoes with handbags. The terribly unhealthy Christmas tarts is my mother's legacy. As she enters the long goodbye, I can keep her commitment to bringing joy to my father's Christmas by making sure he had homemade English mince tarts only ever using Robertson's fruit mints. Every fruit mince pie I eat in December represents her deep devotion to him and his sacrifice of leaving his country, his community, and his family to be here on the other side of the world with us. This is what Christmas means to me. It's an annual connection to my ancestors, my family, my joy, and a way to use these little moments to bring the past into the present. And, for just a little while, pretend that magic and hope and joy are emitted from my many fairy lights. I hope I can give my children a few days of magic as they trudge through the world of adulthood. I will, for as long as I live, encourage Santa to leave a few goodies for you every year, no matter how old you get. And that was a, a Christmas memory, uh, a Christmas letter written by one of our listeners named Shelley, and she calls it Christmas Keeper. And this is what I love about this community is that some things we share, we have in common, some things we celebrate for different reasons and in different ways, but it's a, a holiday that brings us all together and helps us remember the past, celebrate the present, and have hope for the future. And so I hope this letter does that for you. Shelley, thank you so much for sending that to me and trusting me with your story. I hope my reading of it did, did it justice. It It's so beautifully written. I, I love that she's the one that keeps these traditions going. I think it's safe to say that we all have somebody like that. And I, I want to inspire you, challenge you, encourage you this year that if there's somebody in your family that kind of fulfills that role of Christmas keeper, help them out this year. Maybe at the very least express to them your gratitude for how they have kept things going all these years. Because, you know, I think about some of the traditions our family does that if we stopped doing them, Christmas would be, would not feel like Christmas. And there are some things that will naturally fade away and that will change or we'll do differently. And that's fine. But you, you, you need somebody in your life who keeps those traditions going or helps you plan new ones. Will you be the, the Mrs. Claus? Will you be the Santa for your family? Maybe there's good times. Maybe there's been bad. But I, I hope you can find uh, the, the joy of Christmas. What, whatever and however, for whatever reason you celebrate. So I would love to hear from you, your Christmas memories, your Christmas traditions. 
That's been one of the funnest parts of this podcast is hearing from you. Please write in. I'd love to read it for you. And uh, you might feature on an upcoming episode. You can find me online on all the major social media platforms. Information is in the show notes. Otherwise, you can email me at cozychristmaspodcast at gmail.com. All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, listening. When this episode drops, we are now under 100 days until Christmas. A couple things. Please check out the YouTube channel. I'm hoping to put some uh, more video content up there. They should have something else coming out here soon. I don't know what it will be or how long it will be, but it might be a little something between now and the end of the year that will uh, keep your Christmas spirits up. Also, if you'd like to help out the show, um, please like and subscribe if, if, this is, if there's a way to do that on the platform you're listening on. If you're able to leave a review, that, that is so helpful to get the word out about our podcast. And if you'd like to help us out in a financial way, there will be some links in the show notes. Any donation made on Kofi.com, I will also send you out a... Uh, Christmas card and a bookmark or sticker. If you uh, leave me your address uh, or uh, message me your address, I'll make sure to get that to you as my way of saying thank you for helping support the show. But the best thing you can do is to listen and share with those people that you know will love Christmas and will love hearing about Christmas year round. So until next time, remember that we will honor Christmas in our hearts and try to keep it all the year. Have a very Merry Christmas.